the Runner's Diary podcast with Brian and Damien. Welcome to the Runner's Diary episode 75. I'm Damien. And I'm Brian. On this week's show, we'll have all the latest news, we look back over the festive results, featured fixtures. And this week, we have a chat with the Runner's Diary crew, Rory, Jonathan and Andy. That's all to come on this week's episode of the Runner's Diary podcast. Before we get started into this week's episode and off to the start of the 2024, unfortunately, some bad news, sad news, I suppose, reached us today about the passing of Con Murphy. Con would be very well known on the running scene. Um, he was involved with Leavell Club. Funny enough, I, I saw a little piece by Leavell, how they said that kind of Con got introduced to the club in day one. So Con was originally a, a bus driver and, I, and that's how I got to know Con too. Con was also the bus driver from my club that I was involved with many, many years ago. And uh, I suppose Con has been seen all over Ireland at many, many races. And I suppose wherever you saw Donny Walsh, you'd see Con by his side as well. So uh, condolences to Con's family and to all involved with Leeville and everybody who knew, who knew him. OK, so again, welcome back to everybody. We're show number one of 2024, episode, what are we now, 75, is it all together? We have to nearly forgot how we do this, I think, at this stage, have we? I know, we this is the longest we've taken off um, since we started. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Was we Christmas good too? We were still kept busy, though, Brian. To, were, to be fair, like, there's a lot going uh, on in the background. There's a right? lot going on, but yeah, no, Christmas was lovely. Really enjoyed it. Um, you know, Santa was good to everybody. Did Santa bring any running presents? No, no, thankfully. <laughs> so I got, a, I got a few. All right, I think you might have played your part. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> having a clue. Yeah. Um, but no, look, I just think it is look, it is a brilliant time of year. I love it. Um, yeah. How was it for you? Yeah, good time. Good time. Uh, busy with the kids as always. Mm. But a good chance to cherish the batteries. And as you have seen, we've kicked it off all off again now with our Runner's Diary 5K or more challenge, which has hit the ground running, literally. Um, so as we said, you know, we were looking for people to try and get out there and do 5K a day, run or walk or roll, as we said, or do their best anyway. And do more than 5k if they want or do as little as they want but just get out get out and get active and to be fair the response has been incredible oh it's been brilliant and, like, yeah we we've started this off obviously with hopefully Ireland, and now we've gone international um <laughs> you know it's and it does motivate you like brian you're on day seven done i'm on day seven done yeah. which i think is the biggest shock to nearly everybody that i've got to day seven with it um yeah. but like it's just so I mean motivational to see actually mm-hmm. everybody getting out and just seeing it on Strava and Facebook and Instagram and everything like that. I'm getting like for me as well, my dad, who is seventy this year, he can be for saying that, but he is, you know, and he's out pounding the payments every day. And the main reason is he wants to try to, you know, finish the challenge and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. As so, I said I said in the interview there later on with the lads as well, like this is something I do every day, but there's added incentive this year because they are doing it as well. So there's been one or two nights this week. I've been I was like under, in previous years, I would have let this one go, but I can't tonight. Like, no, have to and, and I was only talking to someone the other day. I was like, the best thing about this is I said, Brian and myself are going to annoy each other so much because we're waiting for the other person to fail. And then <laughs> we can stop or until yeah. we do that, we're going to be trying to keep it going. But yeah. look, I'm, I must say I went out this morning or today and, seven days and I was like right I actually am starting to enjoy this now again you yeah, know what I mean yeah. the first three or four days I didn't I was shit off I didn't really love it it was great meeting Andy and couldn't walk down the stairs and no word could not walk down the stairs after doing the six miles in the first day mm-hmm. Um, so but you see I think there's a lot more to this as well and like even myself like I've 
you know, I had a bad December in terms of running and um, work just to go over really, to be honest about it. But like over the past week, I've only, only two of the seven days I've done more than the 5K. Yeah. But I still finished up with a 30 mile week without really even, mm-hmm. you know, pushing myself. No, I, as I, as I said to you one night during the week, I, I was at the pantomime with the family and we came back and I jumped on the treadmill. Like it was so only 11 said. o'clock. So you said, so yeah. said, yeah, yeah. yeah so jumped on said. the treadmill at 11 o'clock just to get it done. Um, and again, like last night, yesterday, Saturday, that day just slipped away from me. And again, like under normal circumstances, I would just said, you know what, feck it, I haven't got it done. But, but the, the important thing, all right, and this is, look, we've had, we've had loads of questions and pretty much the same question mm-hmm. all the time. And the question is, how do I get involved, all right? So just to give a brief overview for it, okay? Yes, it's called the 5K or more challenge um, for the month of January. So it's 31 days of trying to do 5K or more. But that can be walking. That can be running. That can be your steps from the day. So like, you know, get up and out. And if you're in the office, come walk around and go for a walk and try and just log up your steps on it. It's also just a matter of trying to get people active. So myself and Brian are sound out where if you do a mile and tag us on it, we're not going to lose sleep over it. We're going to be actually, exactly. And we have prizes like which are, Again, which in fairness to like every one of our supporters, we always have great prizes, and this is up there. Like we have a hamper from Pillar Performance, from Shoe Rescue, from Wellbeing Coffee, which is valued at over three hundred euros. And I'm going to give a special thank you to um, Shoe Rescue because in fairness, they have given us obviously some of their products, but they've given us a hundred euro all for one voucher as well, which is inside that hamper, right? So someone's mm-hmm. going to win that at the end of it. Yeah. And? And then on a weekly prizes on top of that, Eamon and the Cork City Marathon have given us an entry at the end of every week to give to somebody who we pick out, which we'll be picking up later on after the show. And you can pick any distance inside the Cork Marathon weekend, you know, from the Marathon, half Marathon to the 10K. So... And then we have a Mount Hillary who have now yeah. also given us entries as well. That's right. It. So Mount Hillary, in fairness, the Mount Hillary. Um, we'll put great nine, effort in. Yeah, they have 19 members, I believe, involved in this challenge themselves. And I think they were on, coming off the back of doing something similar in December, in December. So they're really into a good routine at the moment. But again, like the goodwill that's out there from the people you mentioned, but also from clubs. So again, thanks a million to Mount Hillary. They contacted us and they said they'd like to get involved. They've given two free entries to their uh, Bantair five miler, and we'll post more details about that yeah, race as and well. I, I think Brian, I I have a plan which we'll I'll discuss with you, which we we kind of discussed, but I think for the third week we're going to make this a little bit more interesting, and we're going to try to cover mileage. All right, so mm-hmm. I think the Strava or Strava Club, which has grown immensely in the last mm-hmm. few months, is going to be a, a very vital key for us for this. So we're going to encourage everybody now to want to Strava, go into your clubs. And type in Runners Daily Podcast and join the club because, look, we're going to, you know, we're going to use that a little bit more. I think even going forward and stuff like that, we're trying to get people to be a bit more active in that as well. Yeah. And the other thing I'd add to encourage people as well is to get in a bit inventive with the photos that you're posting of your daily runs because it's great to see, you know, Chris Grayson is fantastic. In fairness, Chris has put up some brilliant photos and videos, whether it be on the beach or in National Park in Killarney. And some others as well, similar enough. Um, so, yeah, let's get so, inventive. Yeah, one week down, seven days. Let's make it two weeks next week, Brian, when we're, when we're having this chat again properly. Yeah. Right. No. 
interview. Not alone. Not alone are we giving away a lot of, I, I suppose, what are we at there? Seven or 800 euro worth of prizes yeah. with the 5K challenge. We also have a number of competitions coming up in the next couple of weeks with a lot of races mm -hmm. contacting us as well. But the first one is coming up on January the 28th and it's the Clonakilty 5-miler. And that's on Sunday at 10 a.m. on January the 28th. Um, you have some details about that there, Damon, I think. Yeah, that's... so um, look, it's, it's, it's in aid of the Cancer Connect and Irish Red Cross. Um, so it's a new race in, you know, in the calendar in 2024. So it's going to be, again, I love these distances, you know, the five milers, the 10 milers, then slightly more than the 5k. I think it's it in this time of year is this time is, of year. Yeah. Yeah. Is brilliant. Um, so the run will commence in the Clannacilty, um Park Hotel and it'll take you out the Inchidani Road. So, you know, it's going to be a nice race. It's going to be a lovely race. Hotel finish line as well, refreshments, the whole lot, lads, 10 a.m. start, bit of a no-brainer um, to get down there for that. So that is on January the 28th, um, and thank you to the Clannacilty 5-miler for this. But the two entries we're going to give away, it's going to be our normal competition, which is going to be going out on Tuesday. So it'll be a post out, uh, like our page, and uh, tag your running buddy, simple as that, and we're going to announce the winners then next sunday yeah and again as so we have plenty more competitions as well so that's a great start back to 2024 with all yeah, the prizes and we've we have already said. Up, just listen out to our featured fixtures yeah, coming up later exactly. on and you'll hear the more that will be coming up as well so mm -hmm. brian this is our first episode of the year we're not going to you know go too intense with an interview so what we decided we do a little something different for the interview later on we decided to get the this the what is it? What is the the backroom team. Back team? That's the word. Mm -hmm. um, on and we have a little recap of twenty twenty three, and I look forward to twenty twenty four. So we had yourself, myself. We had the legendary Rory O'Hagan on without his his orange shorts. Um, mm -hmm. We had Jonathan Canelian, uh, the brother of some very very popular person. And then we had, um, what's his name? He Was he on the show a couple of times? Why He's been he, on a few can, times already. I can think. never think of his name. Um, and what is it? Andy, Andy Goulding, that's it. Um, not, he's not that important anyway, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so we had the five of us on. We just, you know, had a really just, I oh, actually, it was it's great. Just a general chat, really, yeah, wasn't it? Just a great bit of fun. It's yeah. nothing serious. It's lighthearted. It is just an easing back into this again because we're out of practice. Yeah, and I think... I think important as well, like the first episode of the year, we didn't want to get on uh, an elite coach or an elite runner and, you know, straight away come in too hot and heavy. That's going to come in the weeks coming. Uh, we have mm -hmm. a lot of big guests lined up again. Um, and also, if anyone's listening in for the first time, just bear with us. As I said, we're just kicking it off again and we'll be back into our normal routine. But it is a bit of fun and there's, we got to know a bit about the three lads as well. Yeah, exactly. And like I do actually encourage people. So we did. Some people might not know. We did have an episode before um, Christmas with you, Armstrong which I've actually had people say to me they really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And I encourage people to go back and listen to that as well if you've missed it, because I think it is a brilliant interview. And also, remember, people, there is 74 different episodes that you can go back on to listen to. So if you have any new listeners right now, they're all there on Spotify, Apple and the whole lot. Go back and um, have a listen to the many, many, many very big names that we've interviewed. Yeah, funny enough, I actually met someone over Christmas. I just thought about this, actually. I met someone over Christmas and 
they were on about the episodes of last year and they were like, you know, my favourites were, and I was like saying, yeah, we kind of, we do a bit of that type of thing every, but their favourites were obviously the Dublin Marathon special because they were running in Dublin Mm -hmm. and they thought it was great. But they also mentioned how the Keith Russell interview um, really hit a note as well. So yeah, Yeah. there's plenty of good episodes to look back on if you haven't already done so. So that's it. So that's that news. Right. We're going to move on to a quick, and it's going to be make this quick uh, update there on the Cork Marathon weekend. So obviously, if people might have known, we are um, partnering up with Cork Marathon again this year, thankfully. Um, there's going to be a few things that we will be doing over the time, which we, we, you know, we will chat about over the next few weeks. But I think the first one I'm going to just bring out, and I want people to know this because I think it's important and get booking. The after party is a goal, lads. So the after party in Deep South is booked. Um, it's all ready to go, barring anything. So um, as of right now, we are going ahead with it. I say it, I think, do I say it in the interview later on? We are not doing the goodie bags this year. Uh, they broke my and Brian's heart last year. So we are not doing yeah. it this year, but we are going to have plenty of spot prizes to give away to people on the day and we've also there was a few issues we had with sound and video last year that's all going to be rectified this year as well so it's going to be a bigger and i mean it's going to be bigger and better this year yeah absolutely and again look look we know there was a big fallout from last year's cork marathon all we can say is we've been very close to some of the people in the background and the organizing of it this year and all those things are being put right so i think it's going to be really a good one to look forward to and uh, we'll look over the coming weeks, we'll talk a bit more about that. And we'll have some of the key stakeholders on as well. So um, plenty to look forward to next year. Yeah. Um, changes, there's going to be some changes, I think. Just changes in the organising committee. Um, so it's all it's all positive, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's good. Now, I, I'm not going to let you read. I didn't keep too much eye on anything over the Christmas break. But there was just two things that I did see and, you know, for a bit of news on it. Um, which we I'll I'm gonna go through there now. So one was Shane Healy, uh, broke the men's over fifty five national record in the three k. Now, Brian, you're over fifty five. Um, you we're know, gonna have that this year again, or we? well, constant. Uh, yeah, just okay. like just like Andy and the Cork. We might get it out there now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the old record was eight minutes fifty eight seconds. All right, and he ran. 8 minutes 47 seconds so absolutely destroyed it and um, it is phenomenal run. like to even run that time for anybody you know it's ongoing and um, so Shane absolutely smashed it and um, so well done to him an incredible time so again maybe for first time listeners I'm not over 55 but no, I, do oh, have, yes. <laughs> I do have 8 years to kind of practice to beat that target now okay? yeah that's <laughs> it we, we start working now get on to Paul, Paul there now and tell him there you go yeah, so the second one then is more in international. So the women's 5K record wasn't just broken. It was annihilated. So Beatrice uh, Chabet ran 14.13 in 5K, which was beating the old record by 16 seconds. That's a bit scary, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I mean, to knock 16 seconds off your own PB even would be something like that wins off a world record off a war. it's absolutely obscene um look again i look i'm going to t- i'll just take it all with a pinch of salt and we'd all just enjoy mm. these times and you know what happens what comes out afterwards comes out afterwards whatever like that but you know it is gone it's gone mad or the world it's records gone that were just yeah. gone absolutely bonkers but look yeah. 
fair play to her if she. Do you know it would be interesting someday to maybe it's a John Walsh one. John is always a great historian of things, but how many records are still standing today? You know that are that are, that are maybe more than ten years old or something like that. There's probably very very few at this stage. I'd say is there. There's probably the, and the main probably ones that are more like the triple jump. When I know it, um, what's the English one? Jo- is it Jonathan? Oh, yeah. Jonathan, he's one is still standing. Yeah, yeah, still standing. I would yeah. say it's a lot of that. That that not your 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 track and field or your field yeah, is supposed to yeah, track. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So like, but it would yeah. be. I I'd say there's very few, maybe one or two, which are probably controversial themselves. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know it's actually no. if anyone knows the answer let us know if not actually if Brian's doing nothing for a week can we check that out okay, that. so that's just a couple of things I spotted and yeah. outside that look I think we're just going to we just do we're, we're going to move on quickly because this is not going to be a bit more in-depth interview or um, episode so we'll flake on to a few results Brian that may have caught our eye over the Christmas now the results are bought to you by Wellbeing Coffee and Glamour so I will say this much. I was down there today. I was having a chat and I knew from last week, they announced it last week, obviously they had their new um, Couch to 5K running group starting on Sunday the 14th at 9am from the Pike in Glenmire. Um, and on Wednesday evenings at 7pm, this is open to every level from anybody from Glenmire to Dublin to Donegal if you want to make your way down to the mites of the All-Ireland Intermediate um, Ladies Football Champions come down onto the pitch It'd be, we'll try to get a trophy down there someday for you. Um, it will be just nice and easy it's a social side we're trying to get people active again like with ourselves you know we want people out there we want this to be more of a social aspect where people we sit down and have coffee afterwards everything like that i will be there on the wednesday at 7 p.m so you know i am bringing the camera down i will be doing a small few videos might even catch up with a few of the guests for a few interviews who's down there you know what i mean just to see how they're getting on and how their start of 2024 was so i encourage people to come down at 7 at 9 a.m on sunday the 14th or wednesday 7 p.m down to the pike and um, but again thank you to wellbeing for sponsoring the results Brian, two, three races really kind of caught my eye over the year. Uh, two of them, in fairness, have done prizes with us, which is the obvious reasons why they caught my eye. One was Toker and the other was Grange from Moy. We were trying to both the same day, which was New Year's Eve. Yeah. In absolutely biblical conditions, horrific well, conditions. I'll jump in there on the biblical conditions, right? Because I was signed up to go to the Toker. Uh, 5k with my son we were going to go out there and we were all plans and I had his gear already the night beforehand and I woke up in plenty of time and everything and I went into his room and I said Sean when we go to the 5k and he kind of rolled over and he looked out the window and he's like nah and I was like that was enough all I needed as well yeah, so yeah. we didn't quite make it there but uh, yeah it was but nearly bigger. nearly a thousand people between the two races and yeah. talked over six you know six sixty odd and you've uh, great my with over 300 um, like in them conditions, and I mean it like let's if you watch look at the videos, go on to you or go on to Facebook and look at the videos, they were horrible. Mm-hmm. Um I was talking I saw to a video like, from John Quigley from Cork Athletics filming the Toker AC and his umbrella and himself were nearly getting blown mm-hmm. over again. Bad stuff. So look, the winners just of that, just the winners was John Durkin from Toker AC in 1521, and the ladies was Lee Vale from Lee um Lizzie Lee from Lee Vale in 1719, which was the winners of Toker. And in Grange from Y, Ryan Creech took the win in thirty forty three, with Nia Moore taking um the win in and uh, the ladies in thirty six oh eight. Now there was a name came up in Grange from Y, who you would have seen the next day. 
Right, I was just about to jump in there. Yeah, yeah. incredibly. And again, a lady that we've mentioned, you know, many, many times. She's up there. Well, actually, the two ladies. The second was there was Keely Teeswell, and the third was Michelle Kenny. Again, two names that we haven't said too often. The two ladies reappeared the following day, actually, out in Buin at the Imra first race of the year. Um, it was, again, no, it wasn't. On the day, it was fairly okay, but the condition, the damage had been done. So it was a challenging underfoot at times. But first lady home there was Keely Teeswell again. Mm. Um, I think Michelle was third, maybe. I could, could be wrong there, but Michelle was certainly up there anyway. I think Carol Finn was second. Uh, Michelle was third. And then amazing enough, Carol Finn also raced there before in Toker and Great. came third there. Yeah. So those three ladies, Carol Finn, Keely Teeswell, Michelle Kenny, ran back to back and and podium back to back as well. And just very briefly in the Buin race as well, the Imre race, Barry Tuig was the first male home there. And, you know, I, I I had my daughter's birthday party on that day, so unfortunately I couldn't kind of get, stay up there too long or even help in the background for too long. But uh, I got out in the course early and ran around a bit and I got up to this top of the, the well-known stairway to heaven, which became even more challenging this year because not alone when you, was it hard enough to get up it, but when you crested it, like you, it should ease off. But when you crested this year, it was mud and mud and mud and mud for another kilometre or two. And I watched Barry, who was first up there. He turned the corner and he ended up, and I'm not joking here, I think his first his front leg went hip high in mud, down, sunk straight into muddy, muddy water, up to his hip and dragged himself out of and down. And then the second and third. But then all of a sudden, the Crabbiter people, I suppose, who maybe knew the course in previous years, mm. found it kind of a shorter little ditch to climb over on the left of that puddle so it was funny to watch and go mad yeah. I actually brought up the camera but the conditions were hard to film and so yeah, yeah. and actually I will briefly mention Christopher Hogan who came second in that race who was who worked with me for a while and was back from he was working on the cruise ships for the last few months and has been back so that's a big adjustment to him I think he was over in literally like Barbados and all these places and then comes back for Christmas to, do to Barbados, huh? Yeah, do you know what I mean? It was great. Like, much, much of a muchness. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Then the other one, which just caught my attention, was Clamel as well, the four, the four miler, tried over 400 runners. But I think what was more impressive was the top two in the men and the top two in the women's had an unbelievable races. So Sean Tobin took the win from Clamel AC in seventeen forty six, with Peter Lynch from Kilkenny City coming in second in seventeen fifty nine. Like mm-hmm. just put into like in third place was eighteen fifty one from Paul Hartner from his cork as well. You know what I mean? So like the two lads were well out in front in that. And then in the ladies, you had Shauna Heaslip who is, you know, obviously having had a great year last year from on Reuk in a time of 2046 and with a Sean obviously a past guest along with Sean Tobin along with Anne-Marie McGlynn um, who was second in exact same time of 2046 so I would love to see a video of that finish line there as well with um, mm-hmm. Lizzie Lee in uh, third place yeah, some great running over the festive season. And now we'll go to Lindy Norton to catch up on some of the activities of this weekend as well and maybe get some thoughts on Lindy for the coming year too and what her what she's hoping to see in athletics for 2024. Hello, folks, and Happy New Year to you, to you all. The big event of the weekend was the Dublin Masters Cross Country Championships held at St. Anne's Park in Rohini on Sunday, where a massive 464 runners finished. Previous winners, Olympians, and a motley crew from virtually every Dublin club 
turned out in the almost perfect conditions, although it did rain for the first of the four races. Story of the day, although I am slightly biased here, was Maria McCambridge's win in the over 35 women's race. Although Maria, now aged 48, is an Olympian with national cross country, track 5,000 metres and marathon titles to her credit, a Dublin Masters title had so far eluded her and she was in determined form. Boosted by an indoor 800 metres for her club DSD the day before, she timed her effort perfectly, pulling away on the final lap of the 3000 metre race to win. Defending champion Kate Purcell, who is an Irish mountain running international, finished second and was also first W40 and leading Rohini to team victory over the defending champion Sports World. Paul Stevenson of Rathfarnham WSAF was the pre-race favourite for the men's over 35 title and he pushed the pace from the start, although Pierce Gagan of Liffey Valley and Eddie O'Connor of Brothers Pierce, who had won the Dublin Inter title only a year earlier, weren't that far behind on the opening laps. By the third lap, Stevenson was pulling away and was lapping the back markers. He went on to win in a time of 23 minutes 50 eight seconds for the seven kilometre distance, which is pretty fast given the muddy conditions. Gagan was second and O'Connor third. Fourth and first M40 was previous overall winner, Carol David Cronin of Sports World. Rahini's John Dunn, another previous overall winner, was fifth and first M45. Taking the team title was Rathfarnham WSAF with Rahini Shamrock second. Overall winner of the combined over 50 women and over 65 men's race was the phenomenal Annette Keeley of Rohini Chamath, who is now aged 56. Second and first M65 was Michael Walsh of Brothers Pierce, while third was Sean Doyle of Rathfarnham WSAF. Fifth overall was Breda Smith of Lucan Harriers, who was also first W50, first W60, was Fiona Byrne of Civil Service Harriers, a revived club that was out in force on the day. Great to see that. An impressive first W65 was Mary Brown of Lucan Harriers, while first W70 was Rohini's Mary Lynch, who confessed that she found the 3K distance a bit too short for her. Team winners were the Rohini women and the Rathfarnham WSAF men. Cheered all the way to the line in the over 50 men's race was Kieran McCarthy of Rohini Shamrock, with Rohini also the team winners. Paul Cowie of Crusaders was first M55 and Liam Lenhan of Sports World first M60. On a great day for grassroots athletics, Skerries, LSA, Frontrunners and Kulak were among the smaller and newer clubs putting out teams. Overall, and for a third year, Rohini took the Pat Hooper Cup as best overall club. Can anyone beat them? Also taking place over the weekend was the opening round of the Indoor League at Abbottstown, with defending women's champions DSD and men's champions Clonagh Farriers setting out their stalls and leading the points after the day's competition. Next round is in Athlone on Saturday, with a number of Munster clubs also involved. Highlight of the day was the men's open 3000 metres, where Wicklow man Jonas Stafford, now with UCD, ran a personal best, eight minutes, 4.95 seconds. And Shane Healy of Metro St. Bridget set a new Masters over 55 world record of 
0.71 for sixth place in the race. Healy competed in the 1500 meters at the 1996 Olympic Games and the previous record was 8.58. Seems like it really was a weekend for the Masters. Uh, and that's all for this week. Okay, thanks a million, Lindy, again. And look, again, that was just a very brief summary of the results. Obviously, we had a couple of weeks to catch on it. Next week, we'll be back to the full review. And again, if there's races out there that want us to cover their races, make sure to get onto us. But with that now, we'll move to our featured fixtures section. So we'll start off with a race which is coming up shortly, which is the Tom Kelly 8K, which on Sunday the 14th at 9.30 a.m. So this is hosted by St. Brendan's AC. Um, so event master is going to be your protocol for all of these races nowadays so you know it is very easy to find the races but um, this is going to be you know a very very popular race so make sure you get down there and sign up for that that's a Tom Kelly 8k on Sunday the 14th of January yeah next up is this week's competition as we called out earlier so it's the Clonakilty 5 miler and that takes place on Sunday the 28th of January at 10 a.m. Uh, the Clonakilty Park Hotel, I believe, is the base for that one. So it's the Clonakilty five miler run in aid of Cancer Connect and the Irish Red Cross as well. So I'm sure they'd be delighted to see a big crowd down there. And obviously, there's a run walk option as well. So again, Event Master is the details for that one. It's this week's competition. A beautiful scenic part of the world down there. But uh, we'll be putting out some more details on that race and a link to the competition as well, as Dana said on Tuesday. And the next race then is the Kinsale 10 mile race, which is an extremely popular race and um, which is taking place on February the 25th at 12 p.m. Um, so this is, you know, I've seen pictures of this. I've never done it, to be fair. I've done the short, the five miler, but I've never done the 10 miler. Um, so they've got it's going now since 2019. So this is going to be bigger and better is what they're saying. So I believe that um, race T-shirts for all the participants as well. So make sure you sign an event master. But again, keep an eye open. We will have a competition for this race shortly. And then the last one is the Killarney Valley AC. Um, five miler um, road race, which is on Good Friday to 29th of March. I actually had to look at that. I said, really take it Good Friday, 29th of March. That sounds very early, but it is obviously very early this year. Um, so that's going to be held in Killarney. So this race will start and finish in the town centre which I think is going to be a lovely attraction for people. 6 p.m. as well. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 that evening race, which is going to get that little buzz around the place. Um, yeah. Entry fee again includes a T-shirt and your numbers can be posted out. So if you sign up before, um, you know, up until March 21st, I think then they can be sent out to you after that. Um, so, you know, well, well, well worth the trip down to Clarity. Love that part of the country. So I think people should encourage them to get down and do that. That is on March the 29th at 6 p.m. Yeah. And again, all those races are uh, races that have contacted us. They've given away free entries to some competition. So, again, we're trying to help clubs and they're trying to help us. Uh, there's no charge or anything involved there. So, again, it's a chance for our listeners and our followers to, I suppose, to, to win another. You know, we're really good to people, aren't we? We've, it's nothing, nothing but winning on this show. Ah, sure. Look, if only we could start winning, we'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So, look, if there's other clubs or races, again, the four that we call out there all have already contacted us and they're all giving away prizes. And again, Motillery, as we said, are, are giving away tickets as well. And again, we'll send out more details on that one as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, try and get, get out and support the shows who are support, supporting us and again, giving you, the listeners, an opportunity to win as well. So, well done to everybody there. Definitely. And look, I just think, you know, 
again, we are trying to get everybody involved with this. So keep active, go to races and enjoy them. Now, we're going to move on to our interview right now. Okay, so again, massive supporter of us is Eddie from Shoe Rescue and the Shoe Rescue crew who um, came on board with us recently to give us a big help. Funny enough, um, that product came in very handy for me in the last week because after I came back from that Imra race, my shoes were quite not pretty. And obviously then running seven days in a row as well, they started, yeah. I'm kind of rotating, but there's certainly I can start to see Get them smelling a bit more again. So that product yeah. has been used in the last two days and it is working a treat. Yeah. So that's Shoe Rescue, which look is available um nationwide and also on Amazon as well. But I do I and I'm look myself and I keep saying this, myself and Brian honestly use these products that we actually have in fairness to us. Like these are things we actually swear by. And our wives thank us every day for using them because, well, me anyway, I'm not great. I don't know what you, Brian. Um, but, you know, the shoes do need them. But look, thanks again to Shoe Rescue. Make sure you support our um, supporters, really, because, look, we really, really want to get behind them and help them in any way we possibly can. So, as we said earlier, our interview this week is with Rory, Jonathan and Andy. So it's a quick review of last year and a quick look ahead to this year a bit of fun in it a bit of crack there is people there's there's quite a few visual jokes of you know where i've taken the piss out of andy with something that's behind Jonathan and stuff like that we'll throw the pictures up in the next couple of days you can see what you know the pictures and stuff like that just so people will know as andy did make it this is a podcast damien it's not <laughs> youtube so um it was a bit of fun i really enjoyed it a bit of lightheartedness into the new year so sit back Enjoy, and we'll talk to you on the other side. Okay, we're back with the Runner's Diary, and we've assembled a star-studded team. We searched Ireland for the best of the best out there, and we didn't come up with much, actually. We, we had to rely on the old reliable. So to kick it off this year, we've got Rory, Jonathan, and Andy, some of our backroom team, mm-hmm. along with myself and Damien, to kick off the first episode of 2024 uh, it's going to be a bit lighthearted. We're going to look at some of the highs and lows of last year and look ahead to what the plans are for this year. So an easy start off rather than getting too heavy into it. Um, so welcome to the show, everyone. It's the first time I think we've all actually since we started the podcast that we've all been able to have a chat. And it's now for you're all on the episode, lads. Johnny, your first time ever. Welcome. Yeah, finally get finally get the invite. Yeah, well, you got the invite before you turned it down, so you think, oh, was Jonathan was supposed to come on one of the episodes you were missing. I was hoping to get him on as a kind of a surprise guest to talk all things bad about you, but he, he just said he couldn't do it. He couldn't uh, disown you, you know. He couldn't do it. Rory, welcome back. Hopefully this you, time, lads? like the last time, you know, there'll be not too many bloopers this time for people to listen to at the end. So A lot of people said to me that that was really, really funny. I, I, I listened to it loads of times. Um, I must say I enjoyed it as well. So thanks for that, though. You know, I still appreciate it an awful lot. It does know. happen every week, Rory. It's just that I don't have the skills to put in the blooper <laughs> section at the end. You know? I know, I know. <laughs> and Andy, my least favorite host, welcome back. It's always an honor. Thanks for the uh, <laughs> thanks for the welcome. <laughs> and we also made the people like we we'll put a bit of this on the video, but also we may add that you know. Five of us here and four of us are wearing a runner's diary top and someone's a bold boy in school who's not wearing anything runner's diary. But look, we're not naming any names. 
we're going to move on, but Jonathan is the person. So <laughs> There's always one. I have, always one. I have to represent Asics, you know. So. Yeah, see, yeah. <laughs> it's in his contract. Yeah. <laughs> All public appearances and, and, and podcasts need to be worn. Right. right. Just one. to start us off easy, as always. So these guys, we're going to treat them like any other guest, and we're going to put them through the, the rapid-fire questions. So, Damon, you kick us away, so. All right, I'm going to start with Andy. Andy. Yeah. Road, trail, track, or treadmill? Uh, road. Mostly road. I do like an odd speed session on the track, but it's torture with road. Okay. Jonathan? Has to be trail. Oh, interesting. And lastly, Rory? None of them. Um, but if I had to pick one, uh, road. <laughs> Go on. You Brian, are a Rory. Come on. Brian, I don't think we've actually officially done this, so let's do it. Brian, go. I'll go road. And I'm going road as well. Right. Go, Brian, you're up next. Uh, age, this tells your age, really. I think it's some ways. Miles or kilometres? Miles. Miles for Andy. Jonathan? Kilometres. John's kilometres, pretending that he's younger than what he is. <laughs> Rory? I'm a young modern man, so kilometres as well. Oh, Rory's kilometres. I'm miles. I think, Damon, you're miles as well. I'm miles as well all day long. Right, I think we know the answer for this one, Johnny. Favourite shoe brand? Will we start with Andy? <laughs> um, for races, Nike. For everyday runs, depends what you give me when I go to the edge, really. <laughs> Which is currently ASICs, so Johnny. ASICs at the moment, yeah. <laughs> Johnny, what, what, what happened to you, like? Uh, I suppose I'd go with ASICs for this one. That is <laughs> Rory? Uh, ASICs, but the Sakonis I wore for the marathon were incredible. Yeah. Brian? I am a Nike favour fly all day long, I think. I am a no Sakoni man all day long. Interesting. Right. Good good spread there. Yeah. Um, let's see how this one goes. Who's the most famous person in your phone contact list? You can leave Damien and myself out, of course. <laughs> I, 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 was go, I was going to go with Damien, but... Uh... <laughs> The, Jeez, over ter- the over 35 um, oh, Martin God, chat. <laughs> how long did it take before you mentioned it yeah um, geez, I have some big name runners in it alright but do you know who I go with Donny Walsh nice. very good alright yeah. Johnny uh, I was thinking about it and I would have to say Holly Rush so former Marathon Talk um, oh, host yeah co- yeah Commonwealth Represent Great Britain, the Commonwealth. Um, paced me to my PB. Uh, what was it? Twenty three minutes faster than Damien paced me. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd go with Holly Rush. Rory, Rory could be interesting. This could yeah. be interesting, I tell you. Well, it's all for work, yeah. And there's loads of names in there, but it doesn't get much bigger than Jimmy Barry Murphy. That's there you go. Nice. There you go. Yeah, Brian. Like that one. Um, probably through the podcast, I've a few as well now, but. Obviously, Katrina McKernan was a previous person we'd on, so she'd be one very much up there. And I have Aaron Hill, snooker player. Mm. Um, so that's probably it there, yeah. Mm. I'll go with Katrina McKernan, I think. Um, mine is probably Sonia O'Sullivan, I'd say. It's probably it's who I have, I have. So, yeah, that's who mine. There's a makings of a good uh, BHA <laughs> team there, I think, between yeah. that group. <laughs> <laughs> right. We go on quickly so we fly through these. Favourite distance, Andy? Marathon. Jonathan? 10k. Roar. 10 miles. Right. 10 miles, I suppose, but I just love the marathon, so 
somewhere there. Yeah, ten miles is probably my favorite race distance. Don't you? Yourself? Ten, ten miles a half marathon. I go half marathon. Okay, your favorite race? We go Rory this time. Um, surf turf and tire. Surf turf and tire. Yeah, very good. Jonathan. Oof. Um, Greenway half. If you were going in Ireland. Yeah. Well, it can be outside Ireland. Could be outside. It could be anywhere. Um, New York. Cool. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Andy? Um, I suppose if I stick to Martin, it'd probably be Dublin, but I have a sp- uh, special place for Dungarvan 10 miler as well. Okay. Yeah. Me, Valley Cotton 10. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Brian. Mine. Jeez, you attained prairies like. Yeah, I'd suppose. Look, yeah, like and the, the romance of the Dublin Marathon, I think, is it, there's nothing like it in Ireland, to be honest about it. Like, there just isn't. So, yeah. I'll go with Dublin Marathon overall, I think. Yeah. Okay, right. We're going to jump through to the end now because there's a few others, right? So, favorite book, lads. And what we're going to do this year, Brian, I've decided is we're going to write these down and we're going to get them, give Johnny a job to do on the website to put up people's books and movies that they recommend so people can go and look at that. All right, so that's going to be the new one for 2024 that we're doing, right? So, Andy, book or movie? Um, It's probably one of the only books I've ever finished, Run, Bike, Swim. It's a book by the two Bronley brothers, um, the triathletes, which I actually really enjoyed. And film would be Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Which is kind of running late at the yeah, end as well. Yeah, yeah. Away. yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 On the run. <laughs> Uh, I would say uh, any given Sunday. Mm, yeah, classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Roar. Uh, book, I suppose it's probably the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, movie, it could be here all day. But lads, I I watched The Godfather for the first time over Christmas and it was amazing. Why did no one tell me this? Why did nobody tell me this? I've never. That's because you, you watched Die Hard so many times over Christmas. <laughs> the best Christmas movie, lads. If anyone tells you it's not a Christmas movie, you kick those people out of your life. You do not need that negativity. <laughs> Brian. Uh, running related I like the Barclay Marathon stuff so obviously the original Barclay Marathon one and the, f- the follow up um, the Ginger Runner um, where dreams go to die you can actually watch it on oh, YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> incredible and it's an incredible finish to it I just like the Barclay Marathon's the whole story behind it anyway so yeah, yeah that would be mine and sorry just before I go off it the one there's an unbelievable documentary of uh uh, Mary Decker and Sola Bud, wasn't it? Oh, no. oh, yeah. It's an incredible. And again, even if you're not into running, it's just a story behind it. The whole, it's a fascinating story and it's really well put together. Um, the way they actually come finally face to face after all the controversy and find out what happened in each other's lives, which is mind blowing, really, to be honest about it. Um, so that would be well up there as well. I know what it's called, but it's Sola Bud and uh, Zola Bud and Mary Decker. Um, my book would be Martin Runners for Dummies. Uh, <laughs> 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 so that's my number one definitely that had me beat Andy for the over 55 category oh Jesus <laughs> long show let's be long show <laughs> no it didn't um, do I suggest I've never really finished the book but movies you're still on the Ladybird books I'm still on the Ladybird books <laughs> Anne and Barry there. Anne and Barry yeah but the twins would be um, probably Barkley Martin's one or obviously we can't let Forrest go play. Do you know what I mean? You can't can't go far wrong with that. Brian, that's the last one. So this is the one that catches most people. 
Yeah, this is I like this one. So if you could take the place of a sporting person in their greatest moment, who would it be and why? And what would it be? Jonathan, go on. I, I think about this and it has to be Ray Hampton, USA ninety four. Oh, going the goal against Italy. Not um, Ray Hampton ninety eight or eighty eight, no. Yeah. No, <laughs> I was a bit, I was a bit too, I was a bit too young to remember that, you know. So okay, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say that, especially nice. in the giant stadium with all those fans, I'd say the atmosphere is just something else. Yeah, good one, Rory. Um, Liam Carney, two thousand and five, scoring into the shed against Derry City in November to clinch the league title for Cork City. Okay. Very patriotic one. <laughs> it is all right, isn't it? <laughs> Andy? Um, when I saw the question first, I automatically thought Kipchoge and breaking two. But um, 2019, Tiger Woods winning the Masters. There was something about it that oh, he was rode off and he was never going to win again. Not alone a major. Mm-hmm. And then he did. I know it's not running related, but no, it's sporting. sporting. Sporting moments. It was up there with one of my highlights, I'd say. Yeah. The, the interesting thing of all the people we've asked this question to, I think there was only one person named Kachoya so far, which kind of shocked me a bit, to be honest about it, when you're talking to so many runners, you know. A lot of soccer actually related. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just shows how popular soccer obviously is. Right. Okay. Right. We've done our answer for that before, so we're okay. Yeah. No, we'll lads, we're going to move on. All right. So we're going to do a very, very brief review from each of you of 2023. I want your highs, your lows, and, you know, we can chat about it in between it. We're going to start with, I think, there's only one place to start with this one, I think, Rory. Um, <laughs> Let's go with game. your high first now. It was right? a game Let's... of two halves, lads, right? So the first six months <laughs> class. Um, I was building up towards the Cork Marathon. Um, while I was injured a bit, there were some some fantastic runs, some fantastic highlights. The the main highlight was, um, the Cork Carrig line, which was the best I think I've ever run. Um, just in the build up to the Cork Marathon, I was feeling fresh, I was feeling fit, and I ran very very well. I took twenty minutes off my time from the year before, so I was delighted. Um, the Cork Marathon was an incredible highlight. Just the achievement of finishing my first marathon was just incredible, a very emotional day, and was just a, a brilliant brilliant day. Um, didn't run as fast as I wanted to, but I didn't really care. I got my marathon finished. It's in the bag. I got my coaster for medal, and uh, we moved on. Uh, I'm not cranky about that at all. I'm looking into that <laughs> later on. And then after that, my hip was goose from the marathon. Um, I haven't really run properly since June. It's just been a 5K here and there. Um, so that's kind of not been great. So hopefully 2024 will be a bit more consistent and a bit longer than six months. But yeah, two massive highlights, the Cork Marathon and the, the Cork's Carrig line, just like two brilliant days. Just to, to jump in there, I saw, saw you shared a photo there last week of running to the finish line with your your, your yeah. children. That must have been a special moment, I'd say, was it? Yeah, it was incredible. It was actually um, one of my teammates from Algrass, Phil Gwen, she was like, find your kids now, get your wife to get to a certain place, find your kids, bring them over the barrier. And just run with the finish line for them. She said, you won't regret it. And she's right, I don't. I have that wonderful photograph now of us just yeah. before the finish line. Kids are absolutely delighted. I think I'm hallucinating slightly and I don't know where I am. Uh, but I'm at the finish line. It's a fantastic photograph and it's a fantastic moment and it's a fantastic memory for the girls and for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was just something I'll never, ever forget. And to be able to do my first marathon in Cork as well, 
Um, my hometown is very, very special as well. So look, I just made it all just a, an incredibly special day and an incredibly special after party as well from what I remember that as well. Yeah, and also like it's going to be great in about 30 years time to look back on it when you look at your coaster that is bare, which you can't hit. <laughs> I have my glass of water on it right now at the moment. <laughs> yeah so just to, for those who don't know Rory is so unhappy about the medal that he got that's that day that's it's that's uh, I'm not sure if he can call it a medal but let's see what 2024 brings Rory hopefully not a coaster for a medal it, I, I think and I, I look we'll, we'll say this look I think 2024 for Cork Martin is going to be a very big year and I Absolutely. think it's going to be an incredible successful year for it uh, it's in very safe hands Um, so I know there's a few people who we've mentioned this before who have kind of put up uh, you know, said, oh, geez, I don't know, I'd leave it off. But it's like, do not leave it off. I mean, it's, you're going to miss out. And I genuinely mean you're going to miss out. Yeah, and look, just to jump in on that, I, I I just know, and again, we won't say too much here because we will be talking about it more going forward, but the backroom team, you know, that's been put together this year is full of runners and full of race directors from local races and things like that. So it's very much focused, you know, in doing all that is right to get it to be the best it can yeah. be. So. I'm looking we, forward to it as we, well. Exactly. We come back to it anyway. We'll be talking plenty about that. Andy, shout highs and lows 23. Um, highs, yeah, I've had like to stand out. I'd have three big races in my head. Um, Dungarvan was my first um, in February. I ran a huge PB uh, 53, 58. Um, but it was the first time I kind of felt, Jesus, I'm. I can compete with the big names, like not compete with some of them, but you know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. felt these things are really starting to click into place. Um, I followed that up then by winning Convara Martin for the second year in a row. And it was just incredible. Um, course record? Yeah, I took the course record as well. And it's actually not on this year. They have to change into a three-quarter Martin. Oh, so right, I'm thinking okay. they might have the course record forever, but <laughs> yeah, and a champion forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, the two of them, and to be honest, I'm not just saying it, but Queen 5K, it was my first time I ever broke 16 minutes. Um, they would definitely be my three standout moments of the year. Um, no, no cash exchange hands there for Andy to say that. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll come later when he goes out of his own. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lowe's. To be honest, it was a great year for me. I I would suppose I got sick. I when I got sick, I got COVID. It was just it was actually the week before Cork to Carglane and I ran Cork to Carglane and I was goose like um but I kind of never came back to where I was for like the likes of Dungarvan and Kinvara. I ran Cork knowing I wasn't a hundred percent and it just fell apart for me at 18 miles. And my biggest regret that day, I was running with Viv and Donal and we were having a great crack and really enjoyable. And I was just wished I could finish with them more than anything else. But uh, that would have been my low point of the year. Not not too low. Like, you I didn't get hung. Yeah, I didn't get hung up in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I was to pick, probably that would have been my worst race. Like, also Ginger, so I'm not built for that heat. <laughs> the, ginger, the Ginger Canyon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, no overall it was it's the best year of running I've ever had like so excellent. hopefully it continues Johnny um, not too many highs um, I only got, kind of got back running late April after being kind of pretty much out for best part of a year really uh, with back and shoulder injury um, I suppose going to um, 
breaking 20 minutes in John Buckley. It was in two minutes, three minutes, two minutes slower than what I'd done previously. Uh, but just to get back there, you know, about six weeks after um, getting back from injury. Um, then, I suppose, outside of that, you're looking at um, the World Championships in Budapest. I think that was just amazing as a sports highlight for the year, being out there, doing the mass race the next day, uh, which was reduced to 5K because of the heat out there on the day. So well, I remember Johnny Smith with that. What was class about that? When you, you got you got a boat, didn't you, to the to the stadium and all, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So we had dinner on the boat down to the stadium, and then great seats uh, to watch uh, the women's the Irish women's relay team uh, qualify for the final. I'd flown home by the time they got to the final, so I was only listening to that on the radio on the way home. But that as a sporting highlight, that has to be up there, you know. Like it was the first major event I've ever been at, and it was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, the whole weekend out there, Budapest itself. Um, and outside of that, I think it's just getting back running, um, enjoying kind of getting the out and cross country and things like that. Um, so uh, looking at low, low points, again, not starting running or anything up to April. I think I had like 6K done between uh, January and mid-April. Uh, so that was, you know, that's hard sitting back and not being able to do anything. Um, I, I'll say this to people like they don't realize how bad Johnny's back was this year. Johnny, my my forty last year, right? And Johnny has no recollection of my forty and has nothing to do with alcohol because he doesn't drink. <laughs> His painkillers he was on were so bad <laughs> that he has no recollection of it. He was like the probably better back. off. Yeah, he was like crap party anyway. Heard punch bout <laughs> Notre Dame is what he was like. Jesus, God forbid. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I have to cut myself out of those photos. I just looked like death in it. Uh, <laughs> but hopefully this year now, like, you know, trying to start off the year good. So with this 5K day challenge, you know, so that was, that gets me motivated to start 2024 in the right note. Yeah, 100%. Good. Brian? Yeah, uh, a couple of highlights, I suppose. We'll start with Dublin being a highlight because I know I didn't break the three hours, but where I was at the time, I think I achieved everything possible that I could have achieved on the day and I felt good about it. You know, I didn't come away disappointed, but again, the whole experience at Dublin, it also ties in with the low point because as I probably would have said on, on the podcast over the weeks leading up to it, you know, I drove, I remember one day driving to do my long run, driving into Mallow, which was about 20 minutes away, sitting in the car and just not being in, head wasn't in a good place. And I actually left and drove home and I thought that was it, you know, and but lucky enough, I spoke to the coach, Paul Maloney, and we kind of, you know, relax, get yourself together again. And I went at it again the following day and got the got the road got, the, got it back on track, I suppose. So that was that was definitely the load that day sitting in the car and kind of, you know, telling myself, you know, you can't do it, you know, which is where the mind game is. But the two ones I'm gonna pick out, I think, you know, take doing a race that you mightn't have done before is always a good thing to do. You know, a lot of times every year I have the same, you know, the same races I attend year in, year out. But I eventually got down to bear it this year and I know I'm with myself with Damien spoke about a lot but I got down to the last race in the Bearer series and that was an incredible experience Mark Gallagher there and team and the community spirit the race itself wasn't easy there was a lot of hills there but just the, the atmosphere and the, the goodwill was incredible and it was only when Rory said it there would it go I thought of something else as well but I ran the butt event four miter with Sean my son and that was another incredible experience as well and um, you know, I remember with about a kilometre to go, I was kind of saying to him, you know, 
we'll go and out soon. He was after, you know, he was after PB his 5K on the way around. So he was happy with that. And we were coming up to the finish and he, you know, I kind of said, aim at the person next to and chase him down. And but about a kilometre ago, he went, you know what I mean? He went, he sprinted, but he didn't stop. And I was like, it's too early. It's too early. Come back. You know, and he kept going, he kept going. And there was no stopping. So he sprinted all the way to the line. But yeah, that was a fight as well. So yeah, good year all around. Good year all around. Yeah, so for me, well, look, let's, let's be honest with you, I've done two races all year. Um, this my, this could be a short review. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know. My, 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 the, the last highlight I have from running, and that's this, and Andy, I I take the piss out of you every time about this. The last literally highlight I have, lads, is Cork Martin when I beat Andy for the over 35 category. That, 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 that was two years. That wasn't that 2023. Was, that, that's what I mean, but that is, the, <laughs> yeah. that, that is so... You know, that is my highlight. But you got it in there again, in fairness. Yeah. You never mention it. <laughs> look, there's a couple more times I've got to get this in, so don't worry. Um, but look, but you've had think, a difficult year, you've had a difficult year. I but... just look, I just think, look, even getting down to St. Catherine's down to the 5k that, that evening, I like again, Johnny talked me through the course, which I didn't listen to as he spoke to me. I just nodded ahead and just blank stared him. And then Randy goes, oh, fuck, I should have listened to this because this is just not nice. Um, Really good race, though. I must say, local races, Brian, and I think we'd all agree to say no matter where they are in the country, these smaller local races, I think, are absolutely brilliant. Um, Mm -hmm. Supported, you know, chats afterwards into the hall. Everyone Mm -hmm. had a good laugh. You know, I do think people should support these local races a bit more, like between 5K and things like that. so sign up for B5K. Uh, I think so, another one to trend there, I, I know I didn't do it, but like Balintoris, I think, is one that's high on a lot of people. Yeah, it's a great race. It's a great, great, race. great race, yeah. It is a great and race. I, I think this is, it's always a start to the summer as well, you know, yeah. it's yeah. the start to the night race. Mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, look, I don't have much, and being honest, but look, I, for me personally, the highlight of 2023, and I mean, it's, it, it, honestly, is actually the success we had with the podcast. And I mean that, like how we've actually helped maintain it going because we started this not knowing we were going to last five weeks or 10 weeks for us to get the full year down in it, to get the guests that we did, to put the work that into it that we did and to have the three lads and Owen as well who helped us as well with the the calendar as well at the time and stuff like that. Um, For me, that is something I'm extremely proud of. Um, And as you're all here, I genuinely mean I thank the three lads and the... Rory and Jonathan, extremely much for all the work that you put in with us. And um, because honestly, it would not be possible without you. So that is my highlight of the year is the success of the podcast. Lola is working with Brian and Andy. I'm I'm well enough here, lads. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> good. <laughs> I'd say nice Rory's low. Rory's low lights was definitely putting those bloopers together. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's a highlight. Dealing yeah. with Damon on a weekly basis, yeah, that's definitely a low light. <laughs> So, um, will we look forward to 2024 maybe so, yeah, and see let's move right, on. What, what are people planning, what are people thinking, maybe so, what, what our listeners we should advise, maybe our certain races yeah. to check out. So, I think what we do, right, we, we go through it, right, we're going to go, we kind of go questions like roughly, right, highlight race coming up for 2024 or your target race for 2024 and we kind of go through that way. Um, and, you know, we can have a little chat about each one after, afterwards then to, to make sure. Are we all okay with that? Yeah, yeah right. Sure. Okay, so... Yeah. We're going to start with highlight race, lads. All right. And I'm going to start with Brian. Brian, what's your highlight? As in, if you were to look forward to one race, two races we'll say in this year, what do you, what will it be? Uh, I did not say, I, I'd say this much. They necessarily don't have to be doing them. Yeah, no, I, I, I still, like, I've signed up again for the Dublin Marathon, but 
I kind of feel, which I've done in the last couple of years, is that it's the, I only do one marathon a year. And, you know, if it doesn't go to plan, that's it. Then and you kind of have no time to recover and you're scampering around to train. Or oh, will I try and get out to Seville or whatever, Valencia marathon? But I am planning on doing a marathon in April this year. It would probably be overseas, obviously. I'd probably know more in the next couple of days. But, um, yeah, that would be it. But I, I suppose even calendar-wise, and Andy mentioned earlier, but like, I think the... The John Tracy 10 miler is something great to, to aim at in February and it kind of gets you in a good place for you know what follows thereafter then as well. Like and even as you mentioned the 5k day already, mm. like for me every year, I do this 5k day take challenge every year, and it's often more than 5k day, but it gives me a massive base to go into the John Tracy Dungarvan 10. And I normally PB there off nothing special other than doing that, you know, no specific training. Um so I'll go with the Dungarvan 10 because as I said, it's it's a close target to aim for. Yeah. And it would be for a lot of people, I think. Cool. Jonathan. And again, because I know Jonathan, you are a triathlete and you know, a swimmer and you know, everything else you want to be. So you can pick anything. It doesn't have to be running related, by the way. Well, I suppose my season usually breaks up running for the first four months of the year, then triathlon until September, and then whatever happens later on in the year. But early season. Uh, I know, uh, I don't know, Andy and Rory, have you done it? Obviously, the East Cork Road Championships, uh, the five-miler in Ballynoe. Uh, it's a yeah, nice flat. Andy won't be doing any more either, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I know, he can't. That's why he, that's why he left an East Cork club, so he thank, doesn't have to do it anymore. Thank God I don't have to run up that hill again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like that's a great event. You know, it's um, obviously East Cork clubs. You have a nice hill that you have to tackle four times um, and it's a good challenge. So, I've say I missed it last year, and it's one of the longest running continuous races in Ireland. It, during the foot and mouth time, they were able to get it going. All trunk, uh, COVID and things like that, they got it going as well um, by changing the date. So it is one of the longest continuous running ones. So definitely want to aim for that. Um, that's kind of sometime in April. And then Cove 10 miler as well uh, is another one that I want to target. Um, I think Dungarvan for me is too soon. Well, it is way too soon. Um, so I think April again for Cove. Um, I do like hills. So you like I Cove, so that, yeah, yeah. So I think it will suit me. Um, so that's kind of my two key races uh, early on. Then triathlon wise, I want I'd be going back to Cove for the jailbreak. You know, swimming back from Spike into Cove is just an amazing experience. So definitely going to target that and then the last sheep in Kenmare in September for half iron distance yeah, that's kind of you know, and there's their also one, races there's for... one other big race Johnny you forgot and you forgot it today as well what's this Go on. swim swim do I have to Lee swim Lee swim oh yes <laughs> yeah the, the Lee swim so uh, I have to go back there so I really tagged at that race last last year and I put in a great swim and unfortunately, the results didn't work. Nobody got a result on the day. So there was no prizes handed out. And it's the one race ever where I, I'm going, I, I have a good chance of getting a medal in my category. You know, I'm not like Damien, you know, who kind of gets, you know, first place was in Castle Lines. And, you know, and, 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 you know. and over 35, Daddy, in Cork. Don't forget that. Oh, one, not right? this. <laughs> Four times. So, yeah. Four, Yeah. <laughs> So the Lee Swim is kind of one of my, you know, during the summer, like I plan holidays and stuff around that to be home for that. So um, I'll go back there this year again, hopefully to medal. Good. Sorry. I like that. Um, I'm kind of a bit 
unusual that like I'm starting right at the bottom of my fitness journey, I suppose, because I've gotten so massively unfit since since Corks. I'm starting right at the bottom, so I've nothing really targeted at the moment. Yeah, other than... Remember, this is not what you this is not what necessarily you targeted. This is a race that it's just recommendations for people as well. So like ah. you're like you're like myself. I'm look bottom of the bar from fitness at the moment. So it's not necessarily a race you're doing yourself. It's mm. a race. You recommend people to do as well. Ah, so that makes it a bit easier. Yeah. And definitely Cork, the buzz around Cork, whether it was the the marathon or the half marathon or the 10K from what I've been hearing from people for, who did the 10K and the half. I've done the half before in Cork as well. Um, it's just the buzz of running around your, your hometown and that run into Patrick Street, lads, it's just something very, very special indeed. Once you get onto North Main Street and you realise that you've got it done, it's finished, it's just around the corner and the crowd start building up and then you turn 10K on. 10K made to... a massive difference well, Rory, this Great buzz on the place out because all the ten kilometers floating yeah. around. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. Yeah, and then just when you turn on to 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 Grand Parade and then down Patrick Street, there was just something very very special about it. Um, so that's definitely one um that uh, you should definitely be doing. One I'm going to be targeting all right when I start back running again. I mentioned the surf turf and tar lads. It's it's such a brilliant run down in Ross Carberry. It's it starts on the roads and. Then, you run up massive hills and you end up running um uh, on the beach a couple of times as well. It's incredibly tough, but lads, it's the most beautifully scenic run in Cork that I've done. It's just absolutely gorgeous. If you get the weather there as well, it's just a fantastic day out. So the surf, turf and tar, uh, certainly one there as well. And um, Cork's Carrig Line, it's, a, it's kind of a vital run, I suppose, in your, your build up to the Cork Marathon. It's grand and flat, except for one big massive hill at one point just after you get out of passage mm. heartbreak hill broke me in half last year and the year before that I came, I came I came turning that race did you? oh yeah. Jesus yeah, this is turning off all over the place <laughs> <laughs> I went through another one there as well actually the chair level who was fourth <laughs> who was fourth in that race last can anyone guess who was fourth in that race who was fourth tell us that was actually the first time I ever met Damien <laughs> I shouldn't have done that race <laughs> you've been regretting it ever since yeah yeah <laughs> I just said yeah. that the charitable half will be very good this year too it's the national half this year so that'll be one to look forward to in yeah. September as well I think exactly Andy can you alright because I, I will say this much obviously we're, we're, we are all Cork boys but can you take us somewhat afar if you can with, with a recommendation Um, I shall take you abroad mm-hmm. Um, in six or seven six, six or seven weeks I think I have Seville Martin so Everything I'm doing at the moment is aimed at that. Um, yeah, it's just I'm throwing everything at that, basically. I have nothing really. I'm going to do the Rahini five mile, which is two or three weeks beforehand, um, just to put a bit of speed in the legs. And yeah, like I've nothing planned after Seville because it's just a case to see how I get on. Um, like I'm saying I might do another marathon this year. Realistically, that's not going to happen. Uh, like, I'm only fooling myself if I think that. Um, but yeah, like after Cork this year, I kind of just raced like that. No local races. I didn't pick anything. Kind of the start of the week, I was thinking, I might go here, I might go there. And I enjoyed it because for so many years, I just went from Martin Block to Martin Block to Martin Block. And I've missed all the small races in between. So I think after Seville this year, I'm definitely going to kind of just race just more. run yeah. and go race. Yeah, do you know? Because I love racing. Um, yeah, and I think that's just, that's like that's a big mistake. 
Yeah, it's a big mistake people make because I know, like myself as well, I miss out a lot of races when I'm marathon block training. There's nothing wrong with going to a race and just running it. You know, you don't have to race every race. You can run it and just enjoy the atmosphere and get a look. Like, as I said, I went to bear a race and I just trotted around and I really enjoyed it. But like, you know, you can still get the race and get the atmosphere and even take it in this part of your training is what I think is a good suggestion as well. Yeah, Like even this year, this this is my first time in the last three years, not doing Dublin, but last three years been on. And I got in more races, like I even done cross country, things like that. Things that Mm -hmm. I usually couldn't do because I was training for Dublin Marathon. Like, so... I'm just looking for a bit more. I suppose I'll do my annual 5K as well. I do one 5K a year. It's in Buin. <laughs> Maybe penciled in there. Yeah. Spare room going in my house there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for me, lads, actually, you mentioned it, and I think it is a very good race. It's a Rahini five-miler. I think it is. I've never done it, but it is one race I would love to go up and do. Um, I think that's a good one. I think as well, there's some lovely kind of and I don't, don't like as a marathon. It's like you know, obviously Limerick Marathon. I think is a, is that whole event is a great event. Um, even Galway, I think, is in there a ten k up there, which is quick enough along the promenade and everything. I you know, mm-hmm. um. So I think these kind of ones as well are really really nice. But the Antrim half, I suppose. The Antrim, but the Antrim half is. You, and yeah. did you do that? Did you? Do that? I done the Antrim half. Yeah, seriously quick. Yeah. Yeah, seriously quick. But for me, do you know what I would love? And I'm not saying I'm going to do it because I, I already said I might do one this year and I haven't done it already this year. I'd love to do a bit of Imra. I, you know, as in a bit of the mountain race. And I think go some of them are just class. And Brian, I know you were down at there last week in Wien and it's just mud up to your waist nearly and a whole lot of it. And it's just manky and it's just <laughs> class. So you know, last week was probably an exception. Yes. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Because of weather. But at the same time, you know, it's just, you don't know what you're going to get on a road. Pretty much you're going to run a road and it's, yeah. you know, you know what hills are coming, but you know, in these Imra races and everything like that, you can turn a corner and there could be a ghost there, or there could be a fence there. You know, there could be anything there. There could be Jonathan there. Um, so there could be anything there. So Imra for me, I think is something that I'm going to pay particular attention to this year. And um, not saying I'm going to necessarily do it because I'm not promising anything, but you know, I'm going to keep it, keep keep an eye on it anyway. So that's for watch me. the space, watch <laughs> the space exactly. Another one I'd like to do, but certainly not run it, but maybe on a bike following it is the Armagh Five K. I'd love to see that one in action. Oh, cause, cause oh that's mental, yeah, mental, yeah. Would you be fast enough on the bike? I it's, probably it's wouldn't actually. No, I don't think there's anyone over 15 minutes for the five k. Yeah. I think it was in last place, like something I can't remember off the top of my head, but wasn't it like? 16 something was nearly last best it was a 17 or two or something like that you know it was something I'd be obscene. surprised if there was even 16 or 17 yeah, minutes in there you know, it's just madness but it is class to be <laughs> fair to it you know it is brilliant um another one i'd like to see and we, which what we should try to do would be some of that i was watching a video on his other day lads was uh the bear mile um johnny, <laughs> johnny you can do it in non-alcoholic well, would i oh yeah would i drink milk or something milk version of it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, like Kurt Angle uh, Andy as well sorry Andy, <laughs> I, I just can't go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that would actually be just some crack um, to do that see I was looking at the fella he actually if you took out him drinking the beer he ran a sub he ran a sub four minute mile I think the record is 4.38 or something so it took him 38 seconds to drink the four beers and then he ran obviously a sub four minute miling for the actual running part of it Jakob Ingelbrigtsen actually done it for a stag. Did, stag. Did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we covered that on the show, Andy. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, don't listen to the show, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Only when he's on. 
obviously <laughs> Olympic year too. It's a big year with the Olympics this year, and I think yeah. there's a lot of uh, could be an interesting one for a few Irish athletes. There's certainly two or three, I think, who potentially could medal. Mm. Or I'm going to put everyone on the spot, all right? And mm. this is something we haven't done. And give a name who you think will shine in 2024. Necessarily doesn't again, like you know, it doesn't have to be an Olympic athlete, or but if it is, great. But you know, who's going to shine in 2024, Rory? It's too easy to say Rashid Adeleke, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, there we go. Rashid Adeleke. Oh, <laughs> I got in there first. Yeah. I think we just said it was too easy, was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Rashid Adeleke, she seems like she's like just a different level. She's just an incredible athlete and just seems to be getting better and better and seems to be kind of peaking as she heads toward the Olympics. So it's going to be massively exciting yeah. to, to see what she comes up with over in Paris. Like, you won't be able to take your eyes off her races. Yeah. yeah. Johnny, anyone? Well, like Rory came in first and took the, 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 the easy one. I, I'm going to go someone who's, who's, You can say her like, again, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to go someone who's not going to be, and I just think he's going to have a cracking year. And he's, he's a fellow I'm a big fan of. I think Brian Fay is going to have a great year. Um, yeah. I just, I I think he is seriously, seriously talented. And I'm, you know, I just think he's going to have an incredible year. I, the Olympics, I think, is, is outside of his realm at the moment. But I do think just a year on the European scene and the Irish scene I think will be a very big year for him yeah I think Rashida as well obviously and like as you said Rory there she has the you know her whole it's not just her running it's like there's a bit of an X factor about her mm. as well and if you follow her in kind of social media she has that kind of star quality about her as well but I think she could potentially medal or challenge or at least get to a final which would be something and I think the other one I'd throw in there is Kira McGeegan as well who I think yeah. also will push places as well so I think there's two good hopes there in the Olympics as in terms of runners. And, for, and sorry, Finuna McCormick as well. Our fifth Olympics, that's yeah. just like the woman is just incredible. Incredible with it. Right. Mm-hmm. I think we want to say next one, and this is going to be podcast related, lads. If you were to pick for 2024 your dream guest to have on the Runners Dairy podcast in 2024, who would it be? I'm going to go with Andy. First, no, 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 my answer is not Andy. When you said, <laughs> you, this, this... <laughs> good choice. <laughs> it could be any, any, any. When any... you, when you said, anyone at all, like, yeah, any, any, anybody. Like... This is, oh yeah, anyone. No, you have. You're literally told you could pick one person in the whole of the world who you would love to have on the Runners Daily podcast and listen to it because you're after an interview. Who would it be? Um. I treat the Kelvin Kipton at the moment, the marathon runner. Um, like, it's a good, like I think he's going to break two hours this year, and he just baffles me. Like he only started running marathons this year, so I'd love to just to talk to him and see what in the world is he's doing. <laughs> yeah, no, very good, Jonathan. Uh, Usain Bolt, I think it'd be yeah. a great character on it. The Rory. only negative is, is he's a United fan. So. Yeah, I know that. I agree with that. It's <laughs> okay. I look that. after that. <laughs> uh, Rory. Clip Chogi, lads. Get it done. Send an email into his agent. 100%. I actually doubt that it would be unbelievable. Brian, go on. Who's yours? Um, I'll go back to Barclay again. I'd love to get inside this guy's head. Uh, What's his name? Lazarus Lake. Lazarus Lake yeah. Oh, I would yeah. love to go and say that guy's head and just where he gets these ideas from. And I suppose someone that might be, you know, it's probably realistic in some ways, but um, Brother Cullum, who would have been so involved with the 
they run the Kenyans and the Eatons, Eaton and all that. So I've seen him on some other things as well. But like, you know, his whole story of going there without any running knowledge and then doing what he did. So that would be another one. Yeah. Uh, mine, I, th- I think, will be Elliot as well, who I'd like to have on. Um, you know, I just, there's just so many questions. And, you know, I think he just would be fascinating. And he's just a very calm, you know, collective person as well. And I just think I would just love just to sit down and have a cup of tea with him. Not that I drink tea, but, you know, he drinks tea. Um, and <laughs> with loads just, of sugar. <laughs> with loads of sugar. <laughs> and just chat, I think. Um, so, yeah, so that would be mine um, person. Brian, what would you like to know next for 2024? What would I like to what? Sorry. What would you like to know? What's the next question? Shout. Uh, okay. If you could pick one race that you're going to PB this year, what would it be? Would you like to pick a race, I... do I? Yeah. <laughs> or distance. Does that mean, mean Damien has to run? <laughs> yeah, he has to run. <laughs> Imra, he's over PB in that. No, if there was a PB distance that you, you could nail on right now, what would it be and why? I'm going to go with 10k. I'll go with 10k. With no training, you know, I, I what was a 40 45 uh, the other day. So, but no, that's that's what I did the other day. Oh, so I know, but I, you, I, you I, still do your 10k. 38 so. minutes. 38 minutes is my PV, but I do think with a block of training, I can bring that down and get the right course. Yeah. Andy? Well, it's, it's marathon for me all the time. Um, everything I do running wise is aimed at marathon PB. So like even shorter races to make me faster for marathon. So mm-hmm. it's marathon all the way. Um hopefully I get a PB interval basically. Rory. Yeah, I'd like to do another marathon again and I'd like to go faster than I did last year. But I don't think it'll be hard. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, I'd like to just get marathon fit and get in faster than the marathon. Damien, I will ask, so if you could target one distance for a PB, what would it be? Five K. My PB is 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 all right. It's fifteen forty one, so it would be a tough tough ask. But I do think if I got eight week block training, and then oh. two two years of training after that, I was just <laughs> about to... <laughs> going eight, eight days first now. <laughs> I think that it, that it might be possible, um, but yeah, but I I do think that is still. I know I said uh, earlier that you know. 10 miler and half marathon were my favorite distance and they are i do think i am probably more suited to 5k when i'm actually training properly for it i think it's the old ga corner forward yeah <laughs> uh, fast twitch fibers brian yeah two for me i suppose i'd like to get my 5k under 18 minutes which should happen i think and uh between 5k I've never ran it. I'm actually the only. It's quick, Brian. It's a great course. <laughs> well, sorry, I've, I did. I ran it as a virtual only, but I've never. I'm the only club person who has never ran my, our own race, so uh, and probably won't either, to be honest about it. Um, but uh, the marathon, obviously, get the marathon under three hours this year, and I think again that will happen this year. So, yeah, I'm positive on that one. Excellent, right, lads? Quick one, Sophia. Right, so you've covered your race goals and you know everything like that. How are you going to achieve them? What are you going to add to your training this year, or what are you going to try to do consistently? I mean, you would even in a way kind of recommend people to do as well that will help you achieve your goals in twenty twenty four. Rory, 
I think I know uh, already because you've started what you're starting one tomorrow. Yeah, I'm starting with a trainer tomorrow. I care in a burn who uh, runs with our club um, has agreed to, to help me get fit again which is what I need. I kind of need just some motivation and accountability, I suppose. And I think Kieran will provide that in spades and that'll start getting me fit and start getting me out running and it'll start getting me um, back racing and stuff like that as well. And I'm really looking forward to it because like in the last six months, I haven't run much and I've terribly missed it. I've missed Saturday morning long runs. I've missed that routine of getting everything ready for, for, for Saturday and everything building towards that long run on Saturday morning and you miss the crack and stuff with the lads after after that long run so i'm really looking forward to getting back into the swing of things there so yeah i'm going to get back into it starting training tomorrow morning 6 30 a.m early start so yeah looking forward to that so you're 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 adding and just you're adding the kind of strength and conditioning side to yeah because like yeah because last year i just literally just went out running and i yeah. think that's what caused the issues in my hip because there was no strength in my legs and my muscles and that's what caused the hip issues i'm hoping that with the strength and conditioning and the stability that will bring it'll help me to to run um i suppose faster and for longer so look fingers crossed it'll all work out yeah i agree with that jonathan um well i'm going to go back to 2022 when i actually did a lot of trail running and mountain running um and really helped with my 5k 10k uh pb so i before i got injured and the injury had nothing to do with my running in a way but um i think that's the only thing i did different and i was just getting pbs in every race i did um so i think and keep getting back to that again um, and getting a coach with structured training for me um i kind of you know i can go off and do my own thing and you know I don't have any set plans and things like that. So they're kind of the two things, you know, so having a coach that will help me set goals and mixing it up coming off the road, I think that really does help. Like, I think, I, like, and even just from your, you, like, consistency is, is the main thing, you know, I think that's going to benefit you the most and that's why you getting running, you know, you said six months last year, you barely ran and yet you can still go out and, you know, after a few weeks of training, run a as a 40 minutes and, you know, 10k so like i just think consistency would massively benefit you and i think that is with everybody and that's where i get into the 5k a day i think even people who can't do the 5k day every day is just trying to get out the door a little bit more consistent than what you used to do so if you used to do three days if you up to the four days and you do that consistently every week you're going to see improvements in your running you're going to get stronger and you're going to get faster so consistency johnny i just you know just added that in there and yeah, look. Well, this five—I <laughs> I would say the five—the five k a day is huge. Like, like I looked at my Garmin, the record for my ten thousand steps a day. I've done twelve days in a row, is the max I've ever done of ten thousand steps a day. And when you're in an office job, you're sitting half the day anyway, so um, mm. you don't get your steps in. But this has got me out the last five days. I wouldn't have got out today or yesterday probably if um, if I didn't have the goal of trying to keep this going. Yeah, I got on the treadmill the other night, Jonathan, I'd gone 11 o'clock, so, you know, and I just had to do it, but that's exactly it, you know, yeah. you're kind of, So I, I agree, I agree, agree completely what you're saying, yeah. Yeah, so you say, right. Uh, and... <laughs> Jamie, it still has a doubt about that. It's, so. it's in the programme there, I'm sure I can get it back up, yeah. <laughs> and Andy? Um, a few things for me, consistency would be a big one. Um, I've never got consistent mileage and I've got away with this long but I think if I need want to get to the next level I need to be consistently hitting 60-70 miles a week in a marathon training block for me personally to suit my body like um, the other thing is 
who I train with. Um, I'm currently training with a group that everyone is faster than me. And I like that. That's best for me, like basically chasing people. Um, you used to train myself and Mark as well. We were faster than you. Yeah, but then you, yeah, but then you retired. <laughs> you wouldn't be faster than no, David. Just no, don't, no. don't go there. Yeah, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot there with that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not going to be faster than anybody. You know, I mean, I'm just saying you did train with us, and you know, yeah. you still couldn't beat us then. Like so, but no, definitely. It, it, but it is like training with people faster than you, and like just hanging on to people for long runs, um, sessions, things like that. It just drives you on, and then like your aim is maybe be closer to them the week after and you know whatever and like as Jonathan said a co- like for me obviously I have a coach but for anyone listening I think a coach is the number one thing it's accountability um, and it doesn't matter what level of runner you are whether some people might think oh you only get a, ro- a coach if you're at this certain point anyone can have a coach mm-hmm. and it just makes you you get a plan at the start of the week and it's like Right, I better follow this now because such and such is watching me or whatever. It just gets you. I, I, yeah, think, I think I think someone starting running a coach is even more important than someone oh, who's already a runner because it's guiding them into what they should do because you, you don't you're going to with no experience. Like someone who's in running 10, 12 years roughly knows what they're meant to be doing. It's up to them yeah. to actually do it. Um but you know, I just think and I do think you made it and you made a point that I do think is a very valid point with training with people who are actually better than you. Um, because you do it's like a goal that you do want to catch up with that person constantly um, so I that had helped me massive four or five years ago obviously a couple of years ago training with Aoife and training with Mark when they were bad, better than me and you keep on trying to catch up with them you know so they're very good points Andy I would say I, I will so, say it's safe to say I'll never catch up with the fellow that I run with us so <laughs> yes I would a couple of them you probably never will but you're okay. M- most of them <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, yeah, I mean, point. It, it, there's no magic out there. It's exactly what you've been just. Everybody's just said there. You know, being accountable, uh, being consistent, and I think, as you said, a coach brings that in spades. You know, um, for me, what I need to do more of though is like, again, look, my main aim is going to be going sub three this year. I've really only attempted it twice anyway, so like, it's not, it's not as if it's a a big thing. Like, but again, last year, you know training block was going well and then all of a sudden it just fell apart completely fell apart and you know i really only put about six seven good weeks together which isn't enough really but i had a brilliant coach last year in paul maloney and i certainly will be going back with paul is a his like feedback to me was like something i've never had before really to be honest but it was weekly feedback plenty of it plenty guidance um so again as i said i'm hoping to get news this week of a marathon in april and if that happens i'll be talking to Paul again, putting a plan in place. And I think that's it again, a plan, follow the plan. Consistency would be my number one, um, no matter what level you're at. Um, For me, again, I'm going to echo a lot of it. Consistency, I need to run. That's this, like I've run now five days in a row. This, this, the last time I've done that was March last year. Um, So, you know, if I can just get consistently out the door, I'm not saying seven days a week, because that's not, I try to do the 31 days if I can. Once I hit March or, or Jesus, February, I'll go back to five days a week. And if I can do consistently five days a week with, you know, an eight to 12 mile run on a Saturday, something small on a Monday, and then tip away with Andy and Kenneth and the, you know, the midweeks and stuff like that. I think, you know, I'll be in a good place to, if I do want to go back racing, I mm-hmm. I can. 
so, something that I learned a lot, actually, sorry, just to cut into there, and something that you just said, like, even with the fight get it, going out for the half an hour, something that I probably wouldn't have done before, because, mm. you know, I won't bother just doing it. That's actually vital. You know, it's better to go for your three miles and just get the three miles in, or 30 minutes on the feet, or 40 minutes, than say, like, oh, it's not worth doing the three miles, so... That's something that the 5K day now, I think I, I, as well. I, yes, I agree with you, but I also mm. think you need to listen to your body. So if your body oh, yeah, absolutely you yeah. not to, then don't. Yeah. But yeah. the biggest thing this year, lads, that I think I, I'm going to work on is simple things, i.e. sleep, um, my diet, and cut out the bloody fizzy drinks. Um, so if I can... Yep. Like, your diet is a big one, right, Damien? Yeah. My diet is mm. massive. I can barely fit in the screen right now. <laughs> uh, so you know, it is, but it is. My diet is gone. My sleep has gone very bad as well at the moment. So there are the areas, and I do think look, that's I like we joke about, but sleep and stuff like that is massive, especially when you're training is far as like. But I would say they're all linked. Like anytime, if I don't run, I don't sleep. So the more I run, the more I sleep. Like mm. it's. And then obviously you're eating, because you're running, you're eating healthier and like it's yeah. all linked. Not saying everyone has to run, but like if you're doing something, you're going to look after yourself more and you're yeah. going to be tired at the end of the day and stuff. Yeah, agree. Yeah, right, lads, we're, we won't keep people too much longer. We're going to finish on this one, right? And this is a tough one. I know some of you might not have an answer. That is okay. So the question is, what is your, what, what would you like to see happen in the Runners Area podcast in 2024? Not guess. This is no... What would you go on, Andy? His hand is up straight away. Um, I, I think I'd like to be a full-time um, co-host with Brian. Uh, there you go, I said it. I have no problem with that, Andy. <laughs> it was kind of my wish as well, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think we're all probably going to echo that. I think it's probably just going to be less Damien on the show. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're sorry you asked that question, though, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian, do you have an answer? <laughs> I, 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 Andy took my answer. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if we can. AI seems to be the big thing of. The big uh, thing. So, so we, maybe we can get AI. Okay, I, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to give an honest answer. Okay, honest, on like a year's honest as well. By the way, I know that. But, <laughs> um, so a couple of things I would like to see happen for us. And I like for us this year is one would be I would like to see us a bit more um and myself included this at races and doing Brian I know you you've done a couple of the videos at races and stuff like that and I would like to be to go down that road at some stage this year where if you would get the YouTube kind of channel up and going a little bit better and properly I think it's a good way to interact with people it's a good way to show actually you know how good some of these races are and um. For people to look back, um, you know, the year after year to see the courses of, you know, and you know, the winners and interview them and stuff like that. That's the one area I would like us to see is go down. That you know, hopefully we can do a little more of that this year. Yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, it would be good to see. I I would say it, is, it would be good to see. Yeah, races um, interviewing. Face to face, I think you know watching over video with those interviews would be very good. Um, you know, so I think that is something that I'd like to see happen. And I know it's been talked about in the past, but you know, reviewing, you know, things as well. Is it a race? Is it kits or runners? You know, jerseys, uh, watches. You know, seeing what people uh, use, giving a review on it. Um, I think you know 
again, that was that's helping kind of new runners who may be tuning in and not sure what you know what they should go with. I think that would be very interesting yeah. to see as well. I think lads last year as well the um the after party uh, from the court marathon was a fantastic success. It was a, a logical culmination, I suppose, of where the podcast was going, and that was live events. And I think that's going to be another key for the podcast going forward again. The after party after the court marathon, it's going to become a thing is that the Run and Thirty podcast is going to be the place to go after the Cork Marathon. It already is after last year, but it was just a fantastic success. I mean, like you had everyone on stage, everyone from elite runners to, to, to bluffers like me. There was a great atmosphere around the place and I'm genuinely really looking forward to it again and I imagine everyone who was there last year. And, and, and make again. Across, across you, Rory, and I will say, going after Cork Marathon for the after party was actually Rory's idea. Um, mm-hmm. So Rory... I, I think we've told the story where, where Rory came and helped us with our sound um earlier on and I was having various issues with my microphone and Rory came down to my house. Ferris took time out of his day, came down, gave him my laptop and I goes, here you go, Rory, there's something something wrong with the sound. Like, like the microphone plugged in. You do, yeah. Oh, this exact same laptop I have. Do, do, oh, yeah, I see your problem, Damien. What is it? You have to turn it on. <laughs> May I so, also add to that that I was telling you that there was something wrong with the sound and you ignored me, but you listened yeah. to Rory. Yeah. So I literally had to press on and the microphone worked. So Rory drove down from his house in the middle of the night and helped me with the sound at that time. So, you know, and that's where the conversation that time came from with the Cork Marathon. But yeah. that all happened from my mic not being on so, <laughs> and, thanks to and you wonder you wonder why I'm trying to get rid of him yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the only the only other thing I in about the after party actually as well is um, that was pulled together in a very short space of time mm. um, and like that that all goes well for next year and that now we'll have a bit more time to plan it out a bit better maybe and you know get people yeah. behind it and so. Brian I can tell everybody straight off right now lads There'll be no fucking goodie bags because I am not standing till two o'clock in the morning getting fucking goodie yeah. bags ready. So we nearly is, ran out of room in your house as well. We nearly ran out of room. There yeah. was going to be no goodie bags. We're going to have spot prizes coming out our ears and we're going to have everything else but no goodie bags. <laughs> uh, and actually, I it's a gas with you know, when you get people and you know, very 98% of people were lovely. And very thankful for it, but the two percent of people were like, "Oh, wait, where's this and where's that?" And you're like, "Go and heck it's off." Always, do you realize this? Do you know? Do yeah. you realize myself and Brian have been doing this and have been getting this stuff? This is not Cork Martin have done this. You know, this mm-hmm. is the Runners Thirty podcast. So we have already for people we have we are in talks already. It is it is going to be going ahead. So, um, we will be holding the Runners Thirty podcast after party again in deep south after the cock marathon so everyone can have a that to look forward to so brian i know watergrass or not Brian, uh, rory watergrass hill are always one of the first to book so if you <laughs> if i was you right now i would get on to clash when you finish this call and tell her be ringing there because there's gonna be tables galore gone mm-hmm. um so yeah i think look we let everybody wrap it up soon at that but i must i must uh, say i actually think I really I actually sorry no I must say Jonathan the art of Andy behind you is lovely um the, so in fairness to you I don't know about the picture it must have been asked, <laughs> that must have been him crossing the finish line in Cork Martin the year you do realize it's a podcast and no one can see it <laughs> <laughs> this is going out in video don't you worry <laughs>
So I must say that's a lovely picture of Andy dipping across the line in the rock marathon where he came second in the over 35 to myself. So, you know, delighted to pick that picture up. Right, surely six or seven, is it? Five, I think. I, think I, five. I expected five, all right. Yeah. But, um, no, look, thanks, guys, for joining us. It's a bit different today. Obviously, we're just kicking off the podcast again. For those that are listening for the first time, it's just a small taste. But look, we'll have plenty of guests coming on over the coming weeks. We already have three or four guests lined up over the next couple of weeks. Um, some extremely interesting stories. We're close to getting a very, 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 very big international name as well. We'll keep keep a stum on it for the moment. But just to say that there's a, there's a potential world superstar on the way to the podcast. Um, and hopefully we'll get that over the line. But uh, for now, thanks guys for coming on. Um, sorry for putting you through listening to Damon again uh, for another episode. But uh, you're, used to it now. you're used to it now at this stage. Yeah. I'll be gone soon enough. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's elections coming up. I think we'll, we'll have elections for replacements. <laughs> Look, um, everybody, and seriously, thanks for, you know, joining us. Listeners, thank you. This is going to be a 2024. It's going to be a great year for us all. And from myself and Brian, again, I will say this genuinely, I really want to thank Rory, Jonathan and Andy for all the help from 2022 and 2023 and to continuing the slave labour in 2024. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> That's it. And that one blooper in the show. Huh? And that one blooper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, lads. Cheers, lads. Okay, welcome back. And again, thanks to everybody there who took part to Jonathan, Andy, Rory. Uh, we tripped in a bit this week more as well with our own thoughts and uh, look back on last year and I look forward to this year. But again, as we said, look, it was only a bit lighthearted this week. We didn't want to come in hot and heavy, but um, too too much uh, elite people this week. We had a bit of fun yeah, with it. We definitely um, didn't go elite with the likes of We definitely didn't go elite. No, 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 no. no, no, no. So we're I'm sure Andy will argue that one, but no, we didn't. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> but he he was supposed to, and I, I I'll call him out on this. Um, and and Andy was supposed to go for a run the next morning, and I can't remember if he actually mentioned that in the podcast. So he was going for a run with his new super fast training group, um, mm-hmm. that he has, and which Andy decided to not turn up to and have a sleep in. So you know, obviously the interview took a lot of toll out of him, and you know, he all was I would say to you, now, Damien, all I would say to you is doors and glass houses should not trust ones. Oh, I. <laughs> I, I ha- I'm not throwing the stones. <laughs> I do it loads of times. You may have been known to miss one or two <laughs> sessions yourself there in the last couple of months, I'd say. Um, but yeah, but, but look, yeah. I just, look, I, I, I saw Andy just me calling you so that won't happen again. That's all. I'm just trying to do him a solid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, hopefully that was a bit of fun for people. Again, not too serious, but definitely over the coming weeks, we already have some big names lined up. Uh, we'll talk a bit more over the coming weeks about that, but this, starting from next week, we're starting to get the interviews back. And again, if people have thoughts or ideas that we haven't covered or you'd like us to cover, we'd be more than happy. I hope we're the voice of the people or we're trying to be the voice of the people and the voice of the clubs and things like that. So um, that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to be positive and we're trying to encourage people and get people moving, get people active, get people enjoying it. Um, so again, we're all under one team. Let's let's work together. I think is my yeah. message. And like this year, myself and Brian and the lads come inside and discuss it. We are looking at ways to um look. We we but we must be realistic. It is next to near impossible for us to have fifty two interviews. You know, people to interview because getting people and try to get people and anything like that. So any way people can help us to get somebody as well would be great because you know it is hard to kind of 
you know, sometimes you can actually get in contact with someone. So if someone knows somebody who did like to come on and has the contact for us, please tell them to send it on to us and we will be happy to talk to people because, look, we do this obviously as a part-time job. And it's not even a job. It's <laughs> So we have a full-time job and we have the families and everything like that. So any help that people can give us, it is greatly, greatly appreciated. We will have plenty of guests, don't get me wrong, but we might have to relook at a way some some weeks here and there of doing something a little different. Yeah. Are we going to be here next week, 14 from 14? 100%. 100%. We'll record this piece now and we'll put it out there next week if we don't. Okay. 100%. Right. Good stuff. Thank so you all. We're kicking off again. We'll talk to you all again. Hopefully we might see some of you soon. Keep it going for the 5K a day. Anyone who's involved in that challenge, which, as you said, is... I would. I, I'm going to do it during the week. I'm going to put down how many counties involved. I'd say there's definitely, I don't know, maybe 20 counties now at this stage, and yeah. some overseas, as you said, and one or two people who contact me from actually other countries, Irish people who are going to get involved as well. And um, so I'm looking forward to seeing them as well. Yeah. Um, but again, it's a bit of fun. It's getting you active, and you'll be in a great place. I guarantee you that by the end of January, if you keep this up. And every week, it's a new competition. Remember that. And even though there's mm. one big competition, but there's still the weekly competition that you can enter. So if you missed all this week, as in the first week, ignore it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Start now, and you're still going to be entered into that week's competition. Exactly, yeah. All right. Okay, good Thank stuff. We'll talk to you all soon. Cheers. Cheers.